Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For attention, but you overlook me somehow. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And it's Sam and Greg with that familiar music. You know who's coming up. I jumped on Toby there a little bit. (laughs) Without a high guess, man. Adam Alexander, FS1. Good to talk to you, buddy. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. How are you? We're a little damp here in Atlanta. Where are you right now? I'm home. I'm in North Carolina, Charlotte. Okay. Okay. It's, it's damp here too. Yeah, man. You got some weather coming your way. I, <laughs> I will tell you that. I, I I'm going to let Sam get into this first question because I wanted to ask you. I want to do a little NASCAR 101 as we prepare for the 2024 season. I'm going to ask some questions, or it's got a couple that I think that the people who don't follow NASCAR but listen to Sam and Greg might want to answer, and that'll help them, you know, as they watch these upcoming races. Okay. Right, okay. You ready? Right. Can I start here? Go ahead. Okay. Go All ahead, right, go we'll ahead. start with this one. We'll start with this one. What lessons did NASCAR learn from the 2023 season heading into this one? Changes, if you will, I guess, could be another thing that's... I would say that NASCAR learned that they need to make some changes to their short track package. You know, we went to this new car a couple years ago, and there's been a learning curve, and so they've determined they need to make some changes, and they have. And so they went to Phoenix and, and tested, and you know, short track short track racing really has been the cornerstone and the most popular you know types of tracks for NASCAR for a long time. And, and the left a little bit left to be desired. The fans expressed that, the teams expressed that. So they had a a big test in Phoenix. They made some technical changes to the car and how they will react to those types of tracks. And you'll see that implemented not in the Clash, which will be a short track race next weekend. But when we go to Phoenix, all tracks a mile and shorter will have this package, and we'll see that in in March when we go to Phoenix, and and it'll be at you know Martinsville and Richmond and Bristol and so on. So we look forward to seeing how the cars react to the changes. All right, now this is a two, this is my last one, but it's a two tier answer here. So it may be the same person, but it may be two answers here. What top driver of the top drivers? Who should we watch heading into this season? And who's the diamond in the rough? Who's that young driver that you expect to make some noise this year? That's why I call him the diamond in the rough. So the top driver, keep an eye on. And then who do you think predicting the diamond in the rough this upcoming season? I would say the top driver to watch is going to be, I'll go with Martin Truex Jr. And, And I could list many drivers for many different reasons. But the reason I say Martin Truex Jr., is he had a really good year last year. Drives for Joe Gibbs Racing. He's a series champion. 
but we had heard speculation that he was going to retire and that he would you know not be back well he has announced he is back in fact this is the the second year almost like the second extension on his career because we felt like a couple of years ago we're getting close and we could get that retirement uh, announcement he's a driver that is just no nonsense he's coming off a great season can he continue to deliver at a, at a high level and, and win races and and what could be his final year so if there was is someone that i would say that that i would keep an eye on on the veteran side of things would be him and, and like i said i, I could list a, a bunch of, of drivers including george's own chase elliott who's coming off the the injury riddled year and, and didn't win a race and then you know diamond in the rough i, I wouldn't call him you know a, a rough around the edges guy because he's incredibly talented he's an xfinity champion but he's someone i think that will really make a splash this year and that's ty gibbs a great rookie season last year driving for his grandfather joe gibbs a name to, fam- familiar to many in the sports world but he was unable to win I really feel like he's going to be able to win in his second season, make the playoffs, and, and start to show off the, the talent at the next level that we saw in the Xfinity Series a couple of years ago. Spend the time on the waitfor.com hotline on this rainy Saturday morning with Adam Alexander. He is social. You can always find him at Adam, a numeral one, Alexander, Adam one, Alexander, who starts a milestone uh, Monday yeah. uh, with Race Up. Starting Monday night. Uh, talk about it, Adam. Fifteen seasons, and you guys, what, 2,500 episodes? Yes, NASCAR Race Hub went on the air in the fall of 2009, so we're celebrating 15 years. It'll be you know 15 years to the day later this year. But the big milestone beginning 2024 will be 2,500 episodes. Man. And it's pretty remarkable. I, I was, you know, I've been with, with Speed and, and Fox now, since 2006 so i've been around a while and i remember getting the call and at the time i lived in indiana i was not living in charlotte where our studios are and i remember getting the call from one of our you know executive producer types that said we're going to start this show and we want you to come be a part of it and and when the show began in 2009 we had rotating hosts we didn't have a a consistent group and we've kind of gotten back to that now although the format in 2009 was a little bit different but but I just remember thinking a daily NASCAR show, you know, can can it make it? Is there enough fanfare? Is there enough news? And the way the show has grown and the the vision that, that Fox has had from a producer standpoint and just all of, of the gains that we have been able to make with our studio that's full of technology that's a, a virtual studio now. And just, uh, you know, everything we've seen in, in the last 15 years has been remarkable. And I, I would say anytime you have that kind of longevity in that many episodes, it's it's a real tribute to the fans and their loyalty. And, and it speaks to, you know, NASCAR and the way their fans do things. So it's a, a big one for us and certainly something to celebrate. And, and we're excited and proud of that. And certainly NASCAR, because of the content that is there daily uh, now in, 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 in so many different ways, right? Well, and, and here's what I would say, you know, when when we made the change from speed to FS1, there were a lot of shows that went away because they were just all motorsports and they didn't really fit on an all-sports network. And, and I believe reluctantly NASCAR Race Hub stayed in the station, but it went from an hour show to a half-hour show. 
And I feel like, you know, many believe that this this show could be short-lived. It's done well enough on speed that we need to make it carry over to FS1, but can it sustain its ratings on an all-sports network? And quite honestly, the opposite happened. It not only maintained its ratings, but it kind of carried the ball when you looked at the daily shows in the early days on FS1. And we went back to an hour, and now we're in that 6, six o'clock time slot, which is is an awesome time to be on every evening. And I remember we were at the Super Bowl in 2017, I believe it was. Fox had the Super Bowl in Houston. And we were there with all the other daily shows doing our show. And we really didn't fit, right, because they were all sports and, and all they talked was football and all we talked was NASCAR and, and we're at the Super Bowl. And I remember everyone with all the other shows saying, I just don't understand how you guys generate the ratings. And it was like, we don't understand either. It's just <laughs> it's remarkable uh, the success and, and just uh, an, an unbelievable backing and support by all the fans who tune in daily. And we, and, and we and we invite you, even though you brought up the, the Super Bowl in Houston. To us yeah, I'm sorry. That's, that's a bad thing to talk about in Atlanta. I know that. That's okay. We just turned down the coach that beat us in that game, so we're feeling pretty good. Uh, Adam <laughs> Alexander <laughs> joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Since we spoke to you last, they have uh, named the folks that are going into this year's class of the Hall of Fame. Your thoughts on and the guys that are going in and and you know what they mean to you. Donnie Allison, Jimmy Johnson, crew chief, was it Jack Knauss? Uh, Jack Knauss, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and I, you know, Donnie Allison is someone that I, I didn't have a chance to, to work with closely. I've been around him some over the years because of the legendary status that he carries in the sport, but have in, enjoyed a great relationship with Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss. Chad doing a lot of TV work with us, and Jimmy's come over a few times and, and spent some time in the studio or in the booth. And the one thing I would say I remember about Jimmy in 2001, I was doing an Xfinity race for MRN Radio at Chicago. And they made a two-tire call, got track position. He got his first and, and only win in the Xfinity series at that time. And he was an okay driver for an okay team. And then he gets hired by Hendrick Motorsports. And you're like, does this fit? Is this? I mean, that's really who they're hiring? I mean, this guy, you know, on a strategy call won an Xfinity race. Well, as it turns out, Jeff Gordon and Rick Hendrick know a thing or two about NASCAR because they got a guy that not only could make it at the cup level, but he won more than 80 races and seven championships, including five in a row. And I will say that he's one of the most humble, gracious athletes I've ever been around. Jimmy Johnson, remarkable worker, but operates out of complete integrity. So he is so deserving. And Chad Canals, I mean, what a what a, a guy to have on the pit box, and they were so good together. And and you know, Ch- Chad very aggressive, very hungry, and uh, he's hardcore. But but just a remarkable run of success. And, and when you think that you know he was a, a tire changer for Abraham and Jeff Gordon on those Rainbow Warrior teams years ago, uh, when Jeff was winning championships, to see him go grow through the system become a crew chief and then win seven championships with Jimmy was pretty cool. And and Chad does a lot of things for the community now and certainly still a big part of Hendrick Motorsports. So those were two really good ones to go in. Who else has a name for their, for their team, if you will, because rainbow warriors is the only one I can think of. I mean, there's been great drivers who had nicknames, but has there ever been other teams? You had some, you had some pit crews that had names with the flying aces with, with Earnhardt. But I mean, you, I never even heard of them. Yeah, the, yeah they oh had yeah. a name. Oh yeah, okay. Man. I didn't. I didn't. Very I, much. 
Jacqueline Myers, yep. them guys, them guys were awesome. I just yep. thought that was yeah. uh, unique. But I, what I was going to ask you is getting back to Jimmy Johnson. Is he comfortable in his skin knowing that he's not spoken uh, about in a way that all-time great should? And he reminds me, and Sam and I talk about this, and I probably mentioned it to you before. He's in that category like Tim Duncan. In that he's an all-time great, got a pocket full of, of rings, championships, but yet he's that, oh, yeah, when you start mentioning your all-time favorite. I'm going to take this guy and this guy and this guy, and then somebody says, well, what about Jimmy Johnson? Oh, yeah, there's that guy. You know what I mean? Well, he kind of falls into yeah. that. I think the Tim Duncan analogy is a really good one, and I will tell you that I was doing a race, and, and I don't know where we were, but we, it was probably 2012, something like that. And I was in the booth with Wally Dollenbach and Kyle Petty, and, and we had this promotion going with Sonic, and, and we had to promote their milkshakes. And so they, they brought milkshakes in, and we're going to drink them on the air and, and do the bit. And, and Kyle takes a drink of his, and he said, oh, my, my flavor is Jimmy Johnson. And, and we looked at him like Jimmy Johnson, and then he kind of pauses and laughs, and he said, it's vanilla. And, and we laughed, right, because that, you know, Jimmy Johnson was not this dynamic personality. He just showed up and got it done and won on a regular basis. And, and I do think his personality and his humble approach probably hurt the way people viewed him because he's not top of mind of awareness of a lot of people just because he didn't go around telling everyone how great he was, when in reality – you know, that five championships in a row, uh, I've always said, is the greatest feat in the history of NASCAR. To win five in a row. And, oh, go by, by the way, go back and look at who he was beating from 2006 to 2010. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 I mean that, that list of Hall of Famers is, is long and wide and, and deep when you consider not only the championships he won, but to do it consecutively and to beat the drivers he was beating was pretty remarkable. So, but, but the Tim Duncan analogy is a really good one. Yeah, folks, spending time and wrapping up here with Adam Alexander on this Saturday morning. All right, uh, we get rolling out west this week, and then what do we watch for? Then we come back for Speed Week uh, down at Daytona. What are we watching for? You know, I, I, first of all, I, 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 out west next next uh, next weekend. Yeah, so we got the clash, and it's third straight year we've been at the LA Coliseum, and and that's going to be great. It always is. It'll be entertaining, and uh, it's still remarkable to me to walk into the L.A. Coliseum and see that racetrack built like it is and, and knowing the history of the L.A. Coliseum and everything that has happened there and, and to see NASCAR there is, is somewhat surreal. So that that won't tell us a lot, but it's a great way to get things started and for the new driver, crew chief pairings and new team, uh, you know, drivers with new teams and all of that, it's a great way to get acclimated and kind of knock the rust off. Then you get a weekend off for the Super Bowl, and then it's down to Daytona for real, for the 500. And, and I would say that it's going to be an interesting start to the season because Daytona's a little bit of a, a wild card. We do see some surprise winners there. And the new configuration at Atlanta, you know, is, is a wild card as well because that's very much uh, about the draft. And, and we know the draft is the great equalizer. And so you kind of start the season with two wild card races and uh, we could get two surprise winners at the gate. So, you know, a month from now, the landscape will look totally different, and uh, I, I think feel like we're going to get off to a, a fun start this year. Are you coming to Atlanta? I'll be there, and I just looked at, at the calendar. I think that Friday night, February twenty third, we we need to do dinner. That that's just my thought as I look at the calendar. You heard that, Sam? Right? Yeah. You heard that, and everybody okay. else heard it too. Okay, including Noel. 
We do that. We do that. We do that. <laughs> we will be in touch with you, sir. But as always, Adam, we can't thank you enough for uh, just just being a part of the show, man. Thank you. Yes, no, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate being on, and you guys have a great weekend. You too, you too. Adam Alexander, FS1. Again, Race Hub on FS1 starts when, Sam? Yep, starts Monday, 6 o'clock Eastern. And it's what season? 15th season? 15th season, 2,500 episodes. The only problem is you can't do reruns. Yo, well, every day is something new. Yeah, you're going to get no residuals. Something new. For all that work. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to wrap things up. we got some more football talk. Final thoughts on, and, and Noelle hasn't had a chance to get in here. She has got a Raheem Morris take that you need to hear. She's got thoughts on, well, how we should how we should prepare ourselves for the Raheem Morris administration yep. here with the Falcons. So I'm looking forward to that. That's coming up next. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 